Sometimes I forget other people don't have freckles That I look like a giraffe human And that's why this is about being a whole lot of ginger Hello everyone and welcome back to A Whole Lot of Ginger with your host Kylan Silva Episode 5, can you believe we've made it here? I can't I genuinely cannot believe we've made it here, but we have. And from what I've heard from my few and far between listeners is y'all are loving it. So that makes me feel great. That makes me feel really great. I thought it would be fun just to start out this episode by going through the statistics of my podcast, because I always wonder how many people listen to podcasts, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to be real with you people, and I'm going to tell you who listens to my podcast and how old they are. Let's get into it. So it says plays, which a play is the total includes all downloads and any streams of 30 of 60 seconds or more, 267 out of the four episodes we've had, which means about 67 plays per episode. But let me give you the real statistic of those plays. First episode, how many do you think? 98. There you go, I gave it to you. We'll just round it up to 100. 100 on the first episode. Thanks. Second episode, 70. So we dropped a little bit. 30 people were not into it. We're not digging it, all right? This is where it takes a dramatic turn. 47 plays on the third episode. That means that half of the people from the start really are not fans it's fine. And the fourth episode got 52 plays. So I guess we're moving back up. In conclusion, not a ton, but I'm appreciative for each and every one of you. And I just like to say that if you're listening in episode five, when this came out, you're one of 50. So that should feel really good because if I blew up one day, you can say you were one of 50 and I'll believe you. Now, where do you think all my listeners are from? If you guessed America, you guessed right. 97% of you guys are in America. Now, next highest category, Algeria. Less than 1%. But I've had Algerian listeners since the first episode. So if you're an Algerian listening to this, I'm shouting you out. I don't know who you are, but go follow my Instagram, whole lot of ginger, and comment. Let me know who you are. Also, less than 1% in the UK. Hello there. No, is that British? Good day, would you like some tea? Oh, mommy, would you put some petrol in the car? Oh, are you driving the car into the carport? That's what I know from Peppa Pig. Then less than 1% from Belgium, less than 1% from Canada, the Philippines, and Australia. And you know what that means, you guys? I'm international, baby. This podcast is international. Worldwide, as Mr. Pitbull would say. Most people do listen to this on Spotify, 74%. Then we have 18% on Apple, 2% on Amazon, and 6% on other. If you're in the 6% on other, please go comment on the Instagram, text me, DM me, uh, whatever, and just tell me what you listen to it on so I can add that platform. Are you wondering the age range? Oh, you'll be shocked. 1% of my listeners are under the age of 17. 18 to 22, another 30% 23 to 27, so that's good, you know my age, 
14 percent 28 to 34 big drop off in the 35 to 44 range with four percent gotta really target them big increase in 45 to 60 four percent and i mean 19 percent 60 plus is four percent so you know big majority is my age but also big majority are my parents and all of your guys's parents we love that i love all the parents that listen you know who you are and as you guessed it the majority of people who listen are female with 76 percent 22 percent are male and two percent are non-specified if you're non-specified just um why i don't know what that means because there's a non-binary but that's zero so non-specified are you a creature, a little animal? We may never know. All right. Well, that was just I thought I would share with everyone. I thought people might be interested in my statistics. If you weren't, well, sucks for you because you're still here listening to it. Uh, but we're done now talking about that. So we'll move on to a story time. All right, guys. Story time. I, in the evenings, work at a place called Coast to Coast Pizza, the best pizza in the Florida Keys, just as Dave Portnoy. He came and gave us a 7-7 rating on his One Bite app. I will try to find the video, or you just go look it up. I'll tag us our pizza or something, maybe. I don't know if I want all my my, my um, coworkers knowing I do this. Whatever. Anyways... I work there, right? Last night I worked alone. And I show up. I'm ready to pizza it out, right? Here I am, ready to go. I'm ready to slay the day, right? I'm ready to give some people some pizza. And mind you, it had been a busy holiday weekend, right? It was busy. Tuesday shows up. I'm alone. It's me at the front, right? We have three tables in there and bar seating me at the front, counter service, call-in orders, walk-in orders, you name it, okay? I start the day. 30 minutes in, what happens, you guys? The power goes out. My first thought is, whoop-de-doo, I get to go home, right? Yay. Well, that really didn't turn out to be the case, but we'll get to that in a second. So in the back, uh, the workers are Cuban, right? No English is spoken. And... One of the workers I didn't really recognize. I saw my man, Kenny. We always just smile and wave at each other, just like the penguins from Madagascar. Smile and wave. That's all we do. We can't communicate, but we smile and wave. There's a new Cuban today. And he actually can speak some English, right? He walks up to me. He says his name is... I can't even say it. I'm going to butcher it. But then everyone's telling me he has many nicknames. And he tells me he goes by the boss, right? And I'm like, great. Okay, the boss. He's walking around up there. He's just standing, looking at me, smiling at me, two feet away on the other side of the counter. I'm like, hey, right? What do you want? And he's asking me questions. I'm like, hee hee, ha ha. And... He walks to the front, shows me this picture on the wall, and says, there's me, I'm famous, I'm on the wall. I said, okay, that's that's cool, yay for you, right? Okay. (laughs) Power goes back on, thank God. Cubans go in the back. And 
the first people to walk in after the power outage are some foreigners. And foreigners are fine until they're not fine, right? Until you're just like, bruh. They walk in and I'm like, hey, the power literally turned back on 10 seconds before you guys stepped in. And mind you, the power was out 20 minutes in every direction. Okay? It's not... It's, it wasn't just us. It was everywhere. So the the foreigners come in. They ask for some pizza. Of course, both of them want to pay separately for their pizza, right? And I said, okay, I bring in the first order. But we don't have Wi-Fi still. It hasn't reconnected. So I can't send the ticket to the kitchen. And you might say, Kylan, that shouldn't be a big deal, right? The kitchen is is right next to you. You There's a hole in the wall. That's where the kitchen is. You can see all the kitchen people working. Well, wrong, you guys. It is a big, it, it is, it's a big problem. Because who works in the kitchen? Do you remember? The Cubans, who don't speak English. So no, it's a problem. I can't tell them what to make because they, they don't understand. And they're not getting it on their screen back there because the Wi-Fi is down. So I'm trying to explain this to the foreigners. And the one man says, wow, it must be really hard for you to make pizza. I didn't realize it was this hard. I said, we didn't have power. He said, oh, really? I'm like, where did you just come from? No one's had power. I know all the streetlights were down. So they're being sassy. Then they're asking me, do you have chicken nuggets? Do you have French fries? No, no. We Did you look at the menu that's right in front of you? No. It's fine. They finally leave. And this is when things get crazy you guys wild wild the phone starts ringing right it's ringing a lot it is ringing constantly for basically an hour and a half but i don't just answer the phone right i also have to go in in and help people inside and of course on this evening i had three people in a row want to eat at the tables inside right every table is taken I have a line forming and the phone is ringing off the hook. And a man named Larry calls. Larry calls me at 5.28 on the dot. Okay? Larry places an order for a pizza. And I said, okay, Larry, give us 30 minutes. He says, well, I want to pick it up at 6.30. I said, Larry, we don't do pre-orders. Your pizza's going to be ready in 30 minutes or you need to hang up and call me back. Larry said, seriously, you can't just have the pizza ready? No, Larry, I'm not going to have it ready at 630. We don't do pre-orders. It's not my policy, and I'm not going to start doing it, okay? You need to call back. He says, fine, when should I call back? I said, you know, it could be increased in time in a little bit, but I have no idea. said, maybe call back in 15, 30 minutes. Really up to you, Larry. Well, after Mr. Larry calls a line, a bigger line begins to form, so I decided I needed to put the phone on hold for quite some time. And I'm trying to help people. Now, the Larry call flustered me quite a bit because I'm arguing with him on the phone while customers are watching me, and someone had asked me for some dressing. So I reached in to grab a balsamic vinaigrette, and little to my surprise, the lid wasn't on it. So I reach in to grab the dressing, I pull it out, and spill it right onto my pantalones. And you might say, Kylan, that's not a big deal, you're wearing pants. Well, wrong. They were ripped jeans. So I spilled the vinaigrette right into my knee hole. So now I have balsamic vinaigrette dripping down my leg inside of my jeans, covering my hand, falling down onto my arm as I lifted my hand into the air, 
all while man, man is leaning over the counter watching me do this. He's just staring at me. And I'm, I'm, I just look up and I said, I'm going to need a minute, right? I can't, I can't help you right now. I'm covered in dressing. So I'm running around like a mad woman trying to get people their pizzas, right? I just flustered was after Larry, right? Finally around 6 p.m. I kind of had taken the phone off hold and I get a call and I look at the time and I said, you, it better not F and be who I think it's going to be, right? I answer, and all I hear is, it's Larry. And I was like, God damn it. I said, hello, Larry. I said, thanks for calling back. I appreciate it. And he goes, yeah, well, you want to know something? I have called you 16 times. And then I hear someone in the background go, Larry, don't say that. Larry, stop it. Don't be mean to the poor girl. Seriously, Larry. Cool it. Right? And I just said, okay, Larry, I'm doing my best. I am doing my absolute best right now. Right? I cannot answer the phone. I can't be everywhere at once. Larry places the order for the pizza. And all I know is that that man is about to come in here in 30 minutes. And I don't know what I am going to do. So I'm waiting, 6.30's rolling around, right? I know Larry's coming back. And a lady walks in. She says, hey, I'm here to pick up an order. I said, what's the name? She said, either Larry. And I said, stop right there. Stop right there. I said, I got it. I got your order for Larry. I hand it to her and I said, ma'am, I am so sorry that your husband called 16 she said no i'm sorry he's a grumpy old man she said he just had a big surgery and i've been trying to give him small tasks i thought he'd be able to order a pizza she said well i thought wrong i said yeah yeah you did and she goes i was screaming at him on the phone that they were going to spit in the pizza she was like did you spit in the pizza i said no but i can now okay everyone i am so sorry i just ranted but you know what it unlocked in me? I have decided that each week I'll have an episode called Rants with Kylan. I mean, not an episode, a part of the episode. So that was my rant for the week. Because there's a lot of things I rant about. So let's just do that. Weekly rant with Kylan. And if anyone else has something they think is rant worthy, send it to me and... Maybe I will tell your rant for you. Now, I'm not hopeful anyone actually will send me anything because user engagement hasn't been super strong on this podcast, which, fine, fine. I would like to shout out probably the number one listener, uh, Sydney Pittenger at the moment. She has every week put my podcast on her social media profile, so... I've noticed, and I I notice those who don't, who say they're my friends. (laughs) Are you really my friends? If you're not blowing me up. Anyways, no. I mean, if you guys hate it, don't promote it. But, you know, don't text me that you like it and not blow it up. And the only reason I have to say this is because I only have 50 listeners, okay? It dropped from 100. I was vulnerable. I shared the statistics with you guys, okay? And... 
how else am I supposed to do marketing for the podcast if I can't even get my own friends to market it for me, right? Half the people that tell me they love my podcast are people I haven't even talked to in like years. So I appreciate all of you. Every single one of you who has sent me a little text or a little Snapchat, you know, I am just like, oh my God. I can't believe they're listening. It makes me so happy. So thank you. I'm sorry that that I guess ended the rant with Kylan. Moving on. What was I going to talk about? I know. Hobby slash habits. Hobbies and habits. In this day and age, people... There are creative people. There are non-creative people. You know, you're working and... It's like, you have to read, you have to work out, you have to have a hobby, you have to have, you have to do all these a thousand million bajillion things. And it's like, one, when do you have the time? Two, how do you have the energy, right? How How do you do it all? So in the new year, right, we're about, what, a month and a half past the start. Everyone loves to create new habits for the new year. And I'll tell you what my habits for the new year were. I downloaded an app, think literally called Habit. And I set some habits that I wanted to do. Have I been doing them? Some. I will say I did some for that first month and they've stuck. Other ones haven't stuck. So I wanted to do a hair mask once a week. I have done that. I wanted to do my manifestations three times a day every day. I'd say I'd do them at least once a day. But, you know, just saying I'm just so lucky because I think it works. That one I'll give to. I want to do 10,000 steps a day. No, it's, it's so hard. It is impossible. You're just going to be tired all the freaking time. I don't do that. And I, I don't even recommend that. I wanted to take my vitamins every day. Yes, I do it. I'm so good about it. I wanted to go shopping only two times a month for myself. You know, really treat yourself shopping. Did it in January. I've kind of half done it in February just to save money. I wanted to drink a gallon of water a day. I think I basically hit this every day. It's a lot of water and half the time when I'm doing it, I have to wake up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom at 3 a.m. That's not very fun, but maybe it makes me feel better. I don't know. I take my greens every morning too and I wanted to exercise almost every day. At the start, I was doing really good and I was running probably four or five times a week. Then I got bored of running, but then I found pickleball and pickleball is my passion If you guys, I'm going to start doing vlogging on Pickleball up on my TikTok, Awesome Gingy. So go do that. Uh, Go watch those. I'm also going to try to start posting more videos of me while I'm podcasting, little segments. I feel like that might boost, you know, some marketing that way. But we'll see. But do you guys tell, like, I guess you can't tell me what habits you tried to do. Hmm. It's a pretty one-sided conversation, is it? Well, those were mine. Now, moving on, I also wanted to pick up some hobbies. Reading. My goal this year is to read 100 books. I just finished book 16 today. So what, it's February 22nd, book 16? Doing pretty good. If I can get to book 18 or 19 in the next eight days, I think that's possible. Uh, I'll be looking good. It's basically 10 books a month. But not really, but I'm saying 10 books a month because once I start to fall below that, I know I won't hit it. So I'm trying to do 10 a month. I hit it in January. I don't know if I'll hit it this month. I 
just picked up four from the library so that I could, but we'll see. I gotta, I should read some after this. Hobby. What other hobbies? I, I have a strange one. Sometimes when I drink alcohol, mind you, I'm 21, so I'm allowed. I like to take pictures with police officers. Anyone else? I would consider it a genuine hobby of mine. I go into bars and maybe there's a police officer outside or inside. I want to take a picture with them, right? We were in Florida, Panama City Beach, vacation for spring break for last year. There's a bar, Ugly Coyote, right? Now, mind you, you wait in the Ugly Coyote line, you will be approached by Christian kids. All right, I'm going to go on a tangent here. We got to we got to move this will full circle back to my hobby. Well, actually, we'll talk hobby, then we'll talk beach. So, the hobby. Taking pictures with police officers. I'm going to tag them on my Instagram. That's all. But in that Instagram post, share your hobbies with me. Even if one of you does it. Thank you for sharing. Oh, God. This, 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 I'm sorry, guys. This episode, I'm... I'm tired. I, w- I want to take a nap. <sighs> Anyways, we'll keep talking. Uh, Panama City Beach is its own beast in itself. I guess we're going to make this week's episode just a big long rant slash story time. I can't be bothered to look stuff up. I'm going to give you another long story time. And then I will give you... recommendation. I haven't decided what recommendation it will be yet, but when you finish this next probably 10 minute story time, then you'll hear whatever recommendation I decided. Let's just jump right in. This is also real life podcasting, okay? Less, Less editing than the real world. I'm just being the real me. Giggling, laughing, living, loving, pickleballing. Panama City Beach, Florida, right? It is the year 2022, I believe, and I'm headed down to Florida first to go, of course, to Harry Potter World and Disney World with the fam. Secondly, to meet Sydney and her pals for spring break. Mind you, two days before I leave for Florida, I get pretty ill. I have a sore throat, and I said, sweet baby Jesus, no. We go. We're at Disney and Harry Potter, which is not somewhere to get over a sore throat with, right? That is work. You go to Universal and Disney, it is work. You are on your feet all day. You are tired. You are hot. You are sweaty. It is not relaxing. It's so cool though, but holy hell. Anyway, so the sore throat doesn't get better. I got my Aunt Jennifer over here giving me concoctions that should help me maybe they did for a moment, but no, no, no. I arrive in Panama City Beach, Florida, and let me tell you, I was not okay. I was feeling rough. But you cannot feel rough when you're about to go out every night for a week straight. So we get there. The beach is gorgeous. The water's blue. The sand is soft, but it's like a little cold. So when you're sick too, trying to sit out there, it's cold. It's like, oh. 
But I did it. I managed, sat outside, sunned, and then it's it comes to where are we going to go out at night, right? I got little events at different places. Oh, but there's a cover fee here, cover fee there, whatever. The closest bar to where we were staying was called Coyote Ugly. We could walk there in like two, three minutes. So we go there and we discover that the women are allowed to dance on the bar. This is a game changer, right? You tell a bunch of 20-year-old girls they can get up on the bar and dance? Me? Oh my. You already know we were up there. There's a pole up above that you hang on to and then you're just like, woo, dancing away. So fun, right? Also, I don't know how the bartenders do it though because they're down like trying to hand drinks between your legs. It just seems like a recipe for disaster, but we were shaking and baking, baby. We were up there dancing our hearts out. It was great. And when you drink alcohol, you don't feel it as much. But the security guard there, I got a picture with him. And not security guard, I mean police officer. Police officer. Got a pic with him. I will put it on the Instagram so everyone can see that picture. It is a quality picture. Let me tell you something about Panama City Beach if you go there. There are the college kids on vacation who are there to rage and drink and, you know, have the time of their lives. So you got us, our crowd of crazy college kids. Then there's another teeny tiny crowd of college kids who come, but for different reasons. Mind you, they come down to Florida. It is their spring break. They stay up late night every day too, right? But do you know the difference? They're not drinking alcohol and they are giving out free rides. Why do you think that is? It is because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. These kids come down because they are there on like a mission or I don't even know. They must be paid. They must get to go for free. And each night they drive around in vans and you can call them from like 8 p.m. until 2 or 4 a.m., they will show up in their van, pick you and all your friends up from the bar or your hotel, take you to the bar, back to your hotel, and they just sit in there and they're like, do you know Jesus? They ask you all these questions. Mind you, if it's 2 a.m. and you've been drinking all night and you're drunk, it is pretty funny. It's I'm like, not to make fun of them. They're doing the Lord's work, but come on, guys. It is spring break. They're going around to all the lines, right? I felt bad for these poor Christian kids because you got to think that some of them want a party, right? And they're, they're probably just like, oh man, like I messed up, right? That's what they got to be thinking. But they corner you in these vans, right? You get in them and it's like, you and one of them, they separate you from your friends and make you sit with one of them. And they're talking. And me and a lot of the girls I was with were like, yeah, we're Catholic, right? That doesn't cut it. I don't know. I don't even remember what sect of Christianity they were, but it doesn't cut it if you say, you know, God and you go to church. No, it does not matter. They want you to do whatever their religion does. It was just, it was so funny. But if you ever go, it's free. It's free rides, right? What's much better than the free Jesus rides. I'm trying to think. That trip, it was, oh man, I was just sick. I was so sick. It was, it was so fun, but it was, you try spring break and it's sick. Oh buddy, that's a tough one. That is a tough one.
All right, everyone. Well, now that we're done talking about spring breaking in Florida, I'll be completely honest with you that I recorded that segment yesterday in a sleep-deprived state, it appeared. And now it's Thursday night. I just got done with an enjoyable pizza shift. I picked up some Merlot from the store. No, I did not pick up Merlot. I'm a complete liar. I picked up a Malbec. And you know where I first discovered this wine was from my mother who discovered it from the Kavanaugh's. I don't know why they would ever listen to this, but if you are, this is your shout out. Anyways, I'm I'm enjoying this here and I thought to end this segment, I said I was going to give people some suggestions, recommendations, because I enjoy giving recommendations. And that's also something that I'm implementing, ranting and recommendations, anything with an R. So for this week's recommendation, I am taking you to Ocracoke, North Carolina. Now, you might say, Kylan, where is that? What are you talking about? It is a little tiny island in the Outer Banks. You cross the bridge into Kitty Hawk and you drive another like two hours south all the way down to Hatteras. Then you get to Hatteras and you have to get on a ferry that takes about an hour to get to Ocracoke. And then Ocracoke is this little tiny island. You get in your car and you drive. Most times you're just going to camp there. You camp outside right on the beach and you head into town. Two recommendations of places to go if you find yourself on Ocracoke Island. You might wake up in the morning and say, where should I go get some tasty grub that's not in too busy of a part of town? We found this cute little restaurant. I went with my friend Annie from this past summer. We were kayak tour guides together, so we went down there to explore. We found a place called Stock Room Street Food. It is right on the water in the marina. You get to look out at all the boats, look at the water. You can kind of glimpse one of the shortest, chodiest looking lighthouses in all of the Outer Banks. I'll put up a picture. It's white. It's, it was so short. So you go to Stockroom Street Food, tiny little counter service restaurant, not really any seating inside, has cute seating outside. You can kind of sit in the grass, look at the water. I got the cheesy grits bowl, which had cheesy grits, sausage, fried eggs, some veggies on there. And oh my goodness. It was to die for delicious. I loved it so much. Perfect warm food. Waking up after camping and you want something hearty, tasty, delicious, not too expensive. Super cute place. Really good people. So I definitely recommend checking them out. They have a kind of varying menu and they do breakfast and lunch, I think. And it's super unique foods. I really enjoyed it. I will post some pictures and tag them if they have an Instagram. My second recommendation is 1718 Brewing. They are this super cute brewery um, right on the edge of Ocracoke when you're about to go into the town area. You drive down from the campsite, you hit it up. It's a great atmosphere. They have food. They have all these great drinks that they make. I had a cider there and a beer and it was delicious. So yummy. They have all these great foods too. I think we had a, some taste of their homemade potato chips, which were great. All the other food that I saw other people eating was delicious. You can sit inside and then they have a ton of outdoor seating, all of these picnic tables. They have live music. We saw this amazing saxophone girl there. 
I mean, it was so entertaining, such a great crowd. Everyone was so nice. You can make friends. Everyone's hanging out there. It's such a small town that it really feels like that small town vibe. And it's just a super fun environment to be in. So those are my two recommendations to also just go to Ocracoke. It's fun to go for a night or two, explore the island. The beaches are great. They're not crowded. The ferry to get there was fairly simple. It's free. Also, you get on with your car and they just take you over. You can get out of your car, look at the ocean. The way back, though, was a little harder. We had to wait in a big, long line to kind of get on the ferry. But if you're there to be chill and have a good atmosphere, I definitely recommend checking it out if you're headed to the Outer Banks. And it's a fun drive to just be able to drive all the way down the coast and see Hatteras. They have, I think it's the 12th tallest lighthouse in the world. It's huge. And... They also do Wicked Tuna out of there. So you see this big fishing area. It's just a really great place to explore and check out. So that's my recommendation for this episode. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much if you've made it to week five. I appreciate it. Remember, shout me out. Give me, you know, your feedback if you have any feedback. If not, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Sorry this episode was a little more lax to get days of coal, a little more, I don't know, unstructured. I enjoyed it though. I had fun with it. I was just being me, doing me, living, laughing, loving, and pickleballing as I would say. And stay tuned for next week. Who knows what's in store because honestly, I don't know myself. I got lots of ideas, but I don't know where they will take me. So with that, remember that redheads do it better. 